Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. I really want to stress to everybody, whatever you do, have a goal for that tactic. If you're going to write a blog post, if you're going to tweet something, if you're going to do anything, what is the result that you want out of that action? Because if you're not specific, if you're just shotgunning. This is Suncast. In every battle, there's a front line. On that front line are warriors whose courage and actions shape the outcome of the battle. The world is currently engaged in a literal power struggle, a battle in global energy as it evolves from fossil fuels to renewable energy. Suncast is a conversation with solar warriors on the front lines, building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. We learn their secrets to personal and professional growth, market development, and industry insights. And now, join solar industry veteran, Latin America fanatic, and your host, Nico Johnson. Hey, Solar Warriors. Welcome to Tactical Tuesdays on Suncast. This is going to be our new short-form episodes, complementing our long-form interviews with leaders in the industry. We might highlight here some tactical details of topics that you are interested in from companies who are leading in their space. And maybe their space is an inch wide and a mile deep, but I'd love to bring it to you. Met a lot of interesting folks at SPI and other places, and I'm going to try to highlight some of those companies here on the Tactical Tuesdays episodes. And these are going to be what I used to call the mini-sodes. I did this back in episode 16 and 19, where we'll keep it under 20 minutes. That's my goal, under 20 minutes targeted bite-sized information that you can use and go away and implement in your business. We'll keep it short and sweet. Today, we have none other than Mr. Solar Fred himself, Tor Valenza, coming back to talk to us about the content marketing strategy that he thinks is useful for the solar industry. What is content marketing, you might ask? Well, we're going to answer just that, so stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at soulrates.com. If you are looking for a way to make your solar commercial projects financeable and financed, then you should check out soulrates.com. You can give me a private message or you can go on over to soulrates.com and check them out and I can get you one of their invite codes because it's a private invite-only platform. So soulrates.com, thank you for partnering with us and thank you for helping create commercial financing that is easy to implement and proposals that are fast to get out the door. Let's jump into today's topic on content marketing with my good buddy, Solar Fred. And if you haven't listened to his episode back in episode 48, I highly encourage you to do that. It is fantastic. Here we go. Well, Tor, let's start with the obvious question on a lot of executives' minds who probably just don't have time to be an authority, quote unquote, but they hear the buzzword content marketing. Can we just start by answering what is content marketing and how does it fit into an overall marketing strategy? Content marketing is the overall category of a marketing practice that includes basically writing and visuals and that are providing useful information to your target market. Mm -hmm. So the categories of content marketing underneath, Uh you know, 
in, in terms of all that can include a white paper, that can include a blog, that can include a tweet, that can include a video, that can include an infographic. It is content that is meant to be given away. And sometimes, again, in the case of a, uh, of a white paper, you can grab lead generation out of that because they have to fill out the form in order to download. Um, another important part of content marketing is a newsletter of some sort or an email program. Regular so, touch, yeah, to build your email yeah. list. So, you know, I, I've always said that, you know, you can't be, I as a consumer, as a target market, I, I'm, you know, not everybody is on Twitter. Not everybody's on LinkedIn. Not everybody is on Facebook. Yeah. So you can repurpose this for the your, your content, for those platforms. Then, you know, hopefully someone is going to be you know, seeing it in one of those things, if not multiple t- touch points. And as, you know, as, as a lot of marketers know, sometimes it takes, you know, eight or nine views of something for people to actually notice your, your piece of content or your, your ad or something like that. And just, you have to keep making those touch points in order to sink in. So I have two following questions to that. One, imagine I am a, a small entrepreneurial company, right? I'm, I'm a small company. Maybe I'm the founder. Maybe I'm just the head of marketing for that company. Um, what do, should I have, maybe I've got less than, call it less than 20, maybe less than 10 people on my team. So it's a two part question. Should I have someone solely dedicated to this type of marketing on my team? Or is it something I should outsource at that early of a stage? And then two, where, where would in the stack of content marketing, they get the most bang for buck? Yeah, that, that's a tough one. It really, it, again, it always starts with your goals. Um, and so I, I think if you need to get some brand recognition out there, yeah. um, then it, it makes it may make more sense to not only have at least a part-time person in your your organization that is dedicated to, you know, that marketing and outreach, but also to hire services like us mm-hmm. or other other services. Uh, again, you know, maybe lead gen services. To I mean, again, depending on what you're you're looking for, I'm. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into lead gen, but I mean, there it, it's not right for everybody. It's not effective for everybody. And as I think uh, a lot of uh, larger uh, residential companies know, the cost of it is is incredible. Absolutely, we could do an entire episode just on lead gen. You know, I'm sure that folks will have heard your other episode where we did speak about lead gen a little bit more. So I reference back to Tor's longer episode uh, and not this minisode on the topic of lead gen. And really great input, specifically breaking down the different levels and by no means an exhaustive categorical approach to content marketing. But to highlight that blogs, tweets, videos, infographics, newsletters are all part of a content marketing strategy. Not to say that you have to have every one of those, uh, but I would almost say the way that Tor uh, outlined them there, white papers being the exception, might not want to be on the top. But if you don't have a blog, shame on you. If you don't have a Twitter account, shame on you. Uh, If you can... If you're a residential installer creating, doing installation in the field, and you aren't capturing some level of video or, or aerial photography of what you're doing, get on it, right? Yeah. And and to the level that you are able now to have a marketing person on staff who can then come in and create infographics around the value you bring to the market or around a specific topic that's just hard to understand, uh, like around uh, certain um, electrical codes and things like that. Anytime you can break down a hard topic and make it easy to understand using infographics or a video, 
that is money and it helps lift the exactly. entire it helps lift the entire industry and edify everyone and it makes people want to point back to you and you'll have people reaching out saying hey can i share this hey can i use this in my blog post about a separate topic uh yeah. and then and then i think you're absolutely right last and not last but not least every good organization that's growing and then is looking to create long-term uh, uh, lead generation and has a, a legitimate sales funnel has to have some form of an email newsletter, a way that you can regularly through a pr proprietary means reach out to those folks who have expressed interest in hearing from you. That's a, I think that's all great advice. Yeah, and and have opted in. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. I don't, exactly. I don't, let's not get into that again, but uh, get <laughs> well, into that. The yeah, there's there's all sorts of best practices again around email marketing as well, and and you know one of the things that is one of my pet peeves, I just it really really bothers me are folks who sell the email lists from SPI and InnerSolar. Yeah. Uh, I just think they're you know if you're listening to my show and that's you, I apologize, but I am going to call you a bottom feeder. I don't think that buying lists and mass marketing to those lists is an, is an ethical or even a useful approach to getting reputable leads. <laughs> If you have a booth at SPI and or in a solar or any other thing, and people come by your booth and you zap them with with the lead capture tool, that that's fair game. That's absolutely right. And as long as you have that opt out thing that they can press anytime, then say thanks for visiting the booth, and this is the beginning of a relationship with you, of of trust um, for your brand, and that you can provide useful information to them right then and there, and built my own business that way and I, I, I've applied the same tactics to other solar companies and at different levels and different uh, different ways so. absolutely I love it well you know coming off the heels as I said before of uh, the made the major trade show for our industry the largest one that supports two of the strongest associations in our industry being SIA and SEPA uh, you're about to put out marketing content for your business based on if you were a vendor there a list that you've now received, either of attendees or of other vendors. So proceed with caution. Be ethical. Be genuine in the way that you reach out to those people, and they will reciprocate in kind with their time, which is the greatest investment they can make in the beginning of a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, just don't abuse it. I, I think, you know, once a week is, is okay, but once every couple of weeks, if, if your bandwidth is, is low, then do it that way. Yeah. But, you know, at least be blogging every week, uh, and, but right. maybe sending that email, that newsletter less. Because you, you can be overbearing, and then it, 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 it's cross-purposes to you, and then they'll unsubscribe. Even though they, they love your information, they just get so much information. So, you know, you'll judge it by the, the amount of unsubscribes that you get. Um, so, How about, uh, yeah, so check it out. Yeah, let's touch on one other, just call it platform for content marketing, which you've, you're an expert on Twitter. Do you have any Twitter best practices that you'd share? Yeah. First of all, I prefer that you have a picture of the other person, especially if you're if you're you know a, a consultant and if you're the CEO of your company, whatever. Have don't just put your brand there. Uh, mm. There, there's the brand icon and then and, right. and Twitter account and then there's the CEOs. And I think again, part of the CEOs content marketing program and you know in addition to blogs should be a Twitter account so, you know just like Elon Musk everybody right. could be like Elon Musk in a way he does he does it <laughs> a little more powerfully than everyone else but he does blog and he does does tweet um, so that that's again a number one thing the the number two thing is to not only RT sometimes you can just click that button all retweet. over yep RT is retweet. yeah 
sorry, retweet, and you'll get attention. But, you know, who are you retweeting? Do you want to get that person's attention? Um, I would make lists of the people that, again, you want to be, you know, that can be journalists, that can be right. customers, that can be um, prospects that you're, that you're looking at, and follow their, and, and tweeting is, it's a community. It really is not just a one-way street. Yeah. So you can have conversations with people, reporters, with, with other, other solar advocates, uh, you know, about it. And, and the other thing is, again, if you're in the CNI space, there's no reason why you can't support those companies with their tweets and what they're trying to promote sometimes. For sure. So those companies yeah. being your pretend, your prospects. Yeah. 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 It's an interesting approach as well. One thing I would say about Twitter is if you don't have a strategy around it, you don't have a, a Twitter practice at all. If mm -hmm. you if you just yeah. show up occasionally, uh, it's gonna mean it's gonna mean nothing uh, in terms of a bump in your leads and or in your presence. And consistency is key, just like with yep. your blog. Along those lines, I'd love to hear your perspective on uh, consistency with Twitter, what you found that works in terms of uh, uh, daily, weekly, hourly, and um, and if there's in particular any particular uh, sort of approach to content that you think works better than another. Yeah. So, again, it always comes down to goals. I mean, if you want to build your following um, or if you want to start just – being a thought leader and it doesn't matter who's following you. Mm -hmm. But, um, in terms of the number of times you tweet, you know, I would say at least a couple times a day of your own stuff, but there's, there's in marketing, there's known as the 80, 20 rule. Yeah. Um, and that is 80% other people's content and 20% self promotional and things like that. So useful, 80% useful information, I should yeah. say. And, and 20%, you know, purely, you know, we sell or, or, or something like, like join us at, uh, SPI or whatever that is. So, uh, again, I think Twitter is more about engagement, uh, about things. And, and so, you know, I've seen long, long discussions and rants. And if, if uh -huh. you've got something, again, your company wants to promote, uh, that isn't just a sale, but that is actually leading, we all, we all, are looking for leaders. We're all a little bit lost here on how we are going to go through this energy transition. So just do a, a thoughtful treat a few times a day. Link to, link to an article and say, this was a really great article because, you know, that you read in the trades. Um, and, and you can have a couple of tweets like that. So uh, that, that's what I would say. Um, and then people will start to and tag people in that sometimes include an image in that so mm. that again people will will stop and see what that's about. So cool. I know you got I know you got a ton. Yeah. One one last question here as a chance for you to pay it forward to your own Twitter community. Who should we be following? What three to five uh, accounts might you shout out here that you feel are are noteworthy? Well, you know, again, I feed in besides, besides, of course, at Solar Fred. At Solar Fred, of course. <laughs> um, you know, I, I feed in all the solar trades so that I, I read and read the news on my own Twitter feed. So that that's if you ever see Via in front of my in front of my Twitter, right? Those are automated. Um, I'm not, you know, choosing them at all. Those those so so. But if you're talking about, you know, the, the there are some great advocates. So again. All the trade organizations right. I would do at SIA. I would 
do who's you know at Suncast of course not uh, Solar so I mean at uh, Nico Nico May uh, of course right but, Nico Mayo yeah of course yeah. of course mine of course Sia and Solar Fred but who are the thought leaders who are the guys that you when you see it you expect that it's great content and you're happy to tweet it I don't always agree with what he says, but Jigger Shaw absolutely has right. a, a huge uh, presence, and right. um, he's very thoughtful. Uh, I think, uh, in addition, there's Jan. Jan Brandt can also have some mm-hmm. great things. Um, Just a clarification, are you particularly referring to the Solar Wake Up no, I, uh, I stream or Jan's personal stream? Jan's personal stream, yeah. Right. Because yeah. I want to make sure I get it in the show notes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Jan, I was going to mention earlier, I think he's a great example of someone who has his own agenda, but he creates a voice in the industry that surfaces something that, that lifts lifts all tides, right? Like he was one of the early ones to be leveraging his position, his platform as a thought leader mm-hmm. to help push things around the ITC and to help push things on, you know, the put solar on it uh, hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. David Roberts is always more. I mean, he is the writer at Vox um, on climate issues, and oh right, you know, again, that's kind of on the reporter side of things. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. he's tweeting more than just about his own articles uh, and having conversations right, right. with people. So, yeah. um, you know, that's a good one. I'm just, you know, so I have lists. I mean, Adam Browning. Yeah, of course. Uh, oh yeah, Adam Robert Browning. Solar uh, is always um, also very active. Any others like uh, Jigger who are CEOs or C-level or, or executives in solar companies that perhaps one of your clients or one of uh, you know one of my clients might look at it and see it as an example, like a template of how they might interact or, or, or give them a, a jumping off point of how to how to begin thinking about their Twitter feed? It's sad. I mean, I, I don't think that they have maybe a lot of uh, you know the, these executives don't have a lot of time to be tweeting on their own channel. So I mean. The best example is Jigger and Elon Musk to, to some extent. Yeah. Uh, I would just say that you know most of the people that I follow um, that are, are really active on Twitter are have kind of an, an advocacy mindset. And as right. does Jigger, um, and in, in many ways, as does Elon uh, Musk uh, as well. Yep. And I would argue Jan as well. Jan was, yep. uh, I mean, he was president of Conagy North America, and most of his Twitter engagement was advocacy. Oh, very interesting. This has been fun. I'm going to move into the next one. This has been a lot of fun, Tor. I look forward to having you back on another mini-episode probably for more tactical advice on how to market your company or your clients in the solar industry. Thanks, Nico. Really fun. That's a wrap on today's conversation, Solar Warriors, and you're now well-armed for battle. Hopefully, you'll take away some great tools for your own success. I'd love it if you'd share what you learned or share the episode over on LinkedIn. Let me know what other tools you need. If you want to sharpen the axe a little bit more, I've shared some of the resources we discussed in today's conversation over at mysuncast.com. Just click on the latest episode link in the title bar. Perhaps the best tool in your arsenal might be subscribing to the mailing list while you're there so that you'll get an email from yours truly when new content is available. Have a suggestion for someone you think should join the conversation? Email me. Nico at mysuncast.com or shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Hey, that's it. Thanks for being here. Until next time, stay informed, my friend, and stay tuned.